this episode of the podcast gets a little bit weird. Space Doxa is a long-running series of monthly performances at the Graffiti Gallery that highlights experimental music of all types, from noise, freeform, sound art, pretty much anything that you could consider avant-garde. And so this is a conversation with the Graffiti Gallery's Greg Hanek, who runs the Space Doxa. Uh, we hung out in a food court and talked about avant-garde music. A lot of really interesting people doing very, very creative stuff in the city in a style that really isn't accessible by mainstream music fans. We have a conversation about Winnipeg's avant-garde and experimental music scene, about the recurring monthly uh, features at the Graffiti Gallery, and a lot more. It's a fun conversation. There's some cool live recordings of bands playing at the Graffiti Gallery at some of the Space Doxa shows on the podcast, so you can hear some examples of some of this experimental avant-garde music. Hope you enjoyed the show. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by our friends at the Park Theatre, Winnipeg's premier concert and event venue. If you want to find out all the great shows they have coming up, go to myparktheater.com. You're listening to Garbage Show, Winnipeg's first podcast network. to launch into this so the last yeah, time you were on the show would have been uh, I guess a couple of years ago now with Field yes and and as much as I really enjoyed the interview and the performances and stuff on that one I think we had the problem of just being a big echoey room and the sound yeah. wasn't as good as I would have liked um, yeah oh really and, okay because it really depends on where I go with this recorder right sometimes it sounds great other times depending on the space and I think that one Although it was a really cool interview, and I like listening back to it, it's just I wish it sounded a bit a little better. So, well, I don't know if the mall is going to be any better than that, but oh no, it'll be better because one of the problems is you had one mic just sort of here. That's right, yeah. And like, and you and had, there was a lot of us too. And everyone there was they didn't understand interviews. Like yeah. they're all quiet talkers. Right. And the only well, one you that did got most it. Of the talking, I yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, but yeah. Thor got it. But yeah. guys like Scott, you know, he would be like four feet away and just right, like, right. yeah, we're in a band. Or, you know what I mean? Like you know. So, so I think this will be. Uh, an improvement sonically, I hope. Um, yeah, but we're, not, we're not here to talk about that project. We're just going to be talking about the Space Doxa. Yes, um, venue. Yeah, so I haven't been to any of those shows. Oh, My well. understanding of it from the little I've seen online is basically it's a, a semi-regular sort of showcase for experimental avant-garde local performers. Is that right? Uh, it's, it, it has been for a longer time. It okay. started around, I think it was around 2003 or four. Oh, really? Okay. That it started because yeah. it originally started with Steve Wilson from Graffiti Gallery, okay. who I thank profusely for letting me use that space for free yeah, all these awesome. years. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, he got uh, four performance artists. He wanted to bring in a performance art element to the okay. gallery. Okay. So he got four performance artists to do one show a year okay. uh, using the space the way they wanted to. So uh, it was me. Uh, was two women, um, Victoria Prince and uh, Nicole Shimanuk, and Dave Dalgley. She was a video expert who do okay. video type shows, and we did that. And then, of course, everyone else dropped off after a year, yeah. and I continued on using the space. And uh, by the way, I got a job there too, so oh, right that on. helped. So you're there all the time anyway. <laughs> that yeah, that yeah. helped. Yeah. It was a, it was supposed to be a temporary job of three weeks, okay. and now I've been there for 16 years. Wow. So it's like worked out obviously. It has, yeah, yeah. 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 So um, no, uh, it's it's more just generally except for this year been a way to intermingle, intermingle experimental avant-garde with more regular mainstream bands. Okay. So I would generally have a show where I might have a singer-songwriter on there doing folk-type music yeah, yeah, or yeah. whatever. Uh, I might have a band. And then I'll also have um, sound of... No, just sorry. Uh, I'll also have, um, you know, like some experimental. Yeah. Like, and then, you know, of course, I would always do a set in there because sure. it's just well, part of the rules. Because you're there and you're putting it, it on. It's part of the yeah. rules. So. Yeah. But I have uh, three or four different experimental entities going on at a time. Right. So, right. I mean, if I do over four months of doing shows there on a monthly level, I could have four different acts. Okay. So then it takes four months for me to repeat five months, right? That's kind of cool, yeah. yeah. So was the idea just to sort of get some of the more experimental stuff heard by people who might be coming to see the uh, more, you know, like a folk singer or a more mainstream sounding band? Yeah, that was one of the reasons. But the other one was basically to feel, to say, why is there a separation here? Why, sure. why, why not? Uh, I mean, 
you know, it was really funny. I used to, when I played at the Albert in the mid-90s, yeah. uh, at the peak of the, the Nirvana thing, yeah, yeah. when all the bands wore, like, Baby Docks and Tukes and and, 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 yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. They, their, all their songs would be, like, quiet for a while and then loud sure. and then quiet. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and yeah, like, you'd get three thing, yeah. bands like that in a row yeah. at the Albert. I would be there with my band um, doing freeform harmonica and trombone right. with a trombonist that couldn't even play the trombone. So, like, you can imagine some of the responses. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I always, I, it, it was always, like, for me, I thought that was, like, the ginger in front of the sushi. Like, like you know, like, let's clear the palate, let's clear the mind, uh, sure. let's do some me mental fuck-up. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. where people are just like, what? Because in a way, that's what any kind of experimental or out-of-the-box type music is supposed to do. Yeah. It's supposed to, like, generate new ideas in your mind. Yeah. I mean, that's what all music's supposed to do, basically. You know what I mean? But a lot of it doesn't because a lot of it fits into the kind of the mold of established like, like exactly. those rock bands you're talking about. Exactly. Like, like era, right? yeah, yeah, and well, and and it's it's not only that they fit into molds, but here is a very dangerous word when it comes to creativity. It's very safe. Sure, sure. You know what yeah, I mean? And yeah. when you got safe, you know, it's like the Pink Floyd song. You're just putting another brick in the wall. Yeah. Between the yeah. audience and creativity, yeah, and you know, and I don't, and and so that's the graffiti. The graffiti gallery shows like they weren't always called space docks events. There were other names before, but I've, I've stayed with this for a few years. The whole point was to intermix them in a in a, a blurry, without lines. Sure. Not saying, sure. oh, now here's the experimental thing. And in fact, here's a great story about that. Yeah. I I do an annual thing. It's been now probably 15 years called the Eclectic Acoustic, okay. and that's where we have an, a purely acoustic night, unplugged, right? So um, we've, we, we did this thing where a lot of times the experimental acts would be sort of ushered to the beginning or where. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? Not, they wouldn't be the closing acts. They'd be the openers, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I really put my foot down saying, even though I was kind of the programmer, but I worked with the bands in it. I wasn't like a, you know, dictator. Yeah, yeah. I wanted yeah. it to be creative programming too, not just creative music. Sure. You know what I mean? So uh, this time I had this sort of known band, Ghost Bees, they were called. I don't know what they've morphed into. I remember into. the name, yeah. It yeah. sounds familiar. Yeah. But they had a friend that was doing Timber Timber. Okay. And so they wanted to get him on the bill. Yeah. And so I said, sure, but he's gonna have to open. You know what I mean? Right. And then we're gonna do. And they're like, what? Open? He's, a, you know, he's a fairly big guy. Sure. And yeah. And uh, I said, no, because you know we're not shuffling the experimental people to the front again. Yeah. And yeah. just you know, and he did. And he was totally good about it. He was solo then. Cool. Did a great set. Open. It was fantastic. Cool. You know what I mean? So that's that's you know I just I don't think there should be a value judgment on this experimental. It belongs here. Yeah. This isn't you know. Right, there's just as much appeal for the experimental stuff than there is for the like the folk singer. Well, there just, should be. There should be. Yeah. And uh, yeah, maybe the reason there isn't is because it often oh, gets exactly. shuffled at the beginning right. or the end You're or right. somewhere. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Categorization, aside. categorization that tends to uh, determine position in nights. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. It's not just sure. band popularity. Sometimes it's you know weird bands just have yeah. to open. You know what I mean? Yeah. When there's three people there and no one's even coming the door. Yeah, yeah. 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 So you said earlier that until this year you were sort of doing it with a mix of. Uh, the yes. more mainstream sounding bands and then the, the experimental stuff. So how has that changed? Well, for 2019, uh, like for one thing, it's very difficult to get, you know, substantial audiences there. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not sure what it's like in, in, in town. I'm not sure what a good draw for a band is in this town on a, on a Saturday night for a local band. I think it like, depends on the band and the venue really, right? I mean, yeah, like so say at the Handsome Daughter, what would be as a hundred people, I think they get more than that. I think they. I mean, that place isn't huge, but I, I've been there when it's been packed. Okay, like, cool. All the walls sort of. I yeah. mean, for graffiti, we just you know any if we got twenty five people, it's amazing. Yeah. And generally, it's hard to even get ten people or whatever. So this year, one of the things I've done is um, I've just um, you know not worried too much about getting audiences and done a two camera video thing of the event. Okay. So it's almost an in studio thing. Whatever audience we get, it's perfectly cool. fine. Cool. You know what I mean? There's various reasons for that. One is that. Most people can walk to Handsome Daughter or yeah. uh, uh, what's the other place? Uh, the um, the Goodwill. Goodwill. Yep. Uh, from if you live in Osborne Village or Wolseley. Or even downtown, you can. It's or, not, it's yeah, not far, yeah, yeah. But if you go into the graffiti gallery, one, people are worried because they're worried about Higgins, but the it's not yep. dangerous because yep. it's all industrial. But it has that a reputation. Right? It does. Yeah. But even like the King's Hotel is tame and all that stuff. Yeah. And that two, has a worse reputation. Yeah. <laughs> and two, it's just, you know, it's just that extra thing. That you have to do when you don't, you know, you don't want to actually have to do it. Yeah, or whatever, take yeah. a bus or or something like that. Um, uh, but the other uh, reason is, uh, so one of the things with bands that I'm uh, in Winnipeg that I, I really, you know, want to send a message to bands is, you know, take your rehearsing seriously. Yeah. Take your songwriting seriously. 
but don't think you're that important that you have to get a kind of a some kind of pampering thing from the venue person or whatever. Right. Like I just think you know it's an art gallery there, and I and I was approached by bands saying like, do you have a board? Do you have all this stuff? Yeah, As yeah. if it was a music venue, yeah. and it wasn't. And I've had bands there. Uh, I'm, I, I, I was determined not in, I, in my little band rant that I might do or will do, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. not to name names of either bands I like or don't like. Sure. But maybe you can just guess at by some of the descriptions. But so say here's a band that plays a lot in Winnipeg. They're a progressive band, a progressive right. rock band, and they fully embraced the graffiti gallery limitations, meaning yeah. we'll play with our amps, we'll like figure out some kind of vocal thing if we need it. Yeah. And in fact, they even did an eclectic acoustic. Oh, cool. They played unplugged, and they were like a progressive rock band. Yeah. So, so that's embracing the space. Just the willingness to this, accept it. Yeah, yeah because yeah. it's, you know, let's face it, the, 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 the look of the space is amazing. Yeah. The sound yeah. in there generally is good. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean?
But other bands would just be like, you know, have this attitude of like, um, oh, well, you know, what about this? Like, I had to tell one band three times that we didn't have a PA. Yeah. And then, you know, and then the day before the show, they cut out anyways. Right. So, you know, it's just matter. like, yeah, 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 it, yeah. for the extra work I'm having to do and writing long messages and everything, to, yeah. to, to deal with band issues, like of those types of bands. Yeah or singer-songwriters, it just wasn't worth it. And okay. the experimental, the temperament of most experimental people is more like, hey, we got the space, yeah. let's go. Yeah. I mean, they're more easygoing people because they just, they don't expect a lot of attention. Sure. They, they, they care so much about the creativity in their work that they put it before other things. Right. Whereas you don't get that with bands a lot of time. And again, a lot of Winnipeg bands, like, let's put it, like, you know, I, I have to bluntly say, like, 95% of all of the Winnipeg bands that are out there that I've seen yeah. or on, on their videos, they're just safe and fairly mediocre bands. Like, they, you can see that they're not trying to do anything super deep. Maybe that's okay. Maybe being in a band and just being in a band sort of as a mainstream thing, like playing yeah. soccer or being a painter or something, that's why they're in a band. Yeah, just well, to yeah. fit a sort of a cog in the social world. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or, or they just really like that kind of music that is not doesn't isn't taking risks, right? I mean, there's obviously someone who I mean, there's a lot of shitty bands out there. There's obviously someone who likes them enough to buy the albums and keep them going, right? So, well, but will they re like? That's one thing I wanted to say. Like, you know, other than your friends and your cousin and maybe your uncle or whatever and parents, yeah. nobody's going to be thinking about you in ten years. No, that's you're true. no duo that's, tag. That's, that's true. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, right, like, yeah, you know, yeah. like whereas, like, wow, we want this band to come back because yeah. they really did something. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I yeah. mean? So, yeah. like, I mentioned a name, but whatever. No, I'm but just I mean, saying, yeah, yeah. they're an example because they had a really unique sound and people who remember them from the 90s or when they came back it was like oh great you know yeah, exactly. rather than some other band that could have played with them that is long gone from the memory right. for sure yeah. and yeah. why because of the lack of creativity sure because sure. of the safeness sure. and like i just the whole point of creativity is to put ideas into other people's heads including sure. yourself yeah okay and if you're not pushing some kind of barriers and i'm not saying don't be i'm not saying be experimental band i like a band like a, i will mention bigger bands say a band like rem right did sort of pretty much rock yep. but they developed from album to album where you could hear later stuff that was nothing like their sure, earlier stuff yeah, yeah, I mean yeah. the Beatles were like that too yeah. Led Zeppelin bands like that that really developed and tried stuff and tried stuff that didn't work and tried stuff that did work you know what I mean yeah, yeah. That, I mean that's what why you do creative things yeah, I think that yeah, overall people are doing creative things that it should be anyway because they want to push a boundary right. and they want to try something new and they want to take everything that they've heard and turn it into their own their own thing, right? And, and yeah, you're right. There are a lot of bands who will just find a safe route to stay, like a, a safe mold to stick in, and they realize it works. Right. People will come see it. So, so yeah. So, are you now for these events? It's strictly experimental. Is that the goal? Oh, it, you know, even though that's a limited word, yes, it's it's pretty much experimental. You want to say avant-garde? I yeah. mean, I don't even know what that word means in this day and age. <laughs> but it's something like. Uh, uh, let's, let's put it this way. When people, I mean, you can take or leave my shows. I have a certain kind of show, a sure. feel to my shows, the different things I do. Uh, one of the best reviews I ever get, and I get this a lot, is I've never seen anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Now, right, to yeah. me, I that's, think that's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, yeah. and that's like, that to me is like one of the best things you can say. Sure. You know what I mean? Um, uh, that's again, you know, I have my needs for wanting to do that, you know, stuff like that. So, uh, but uh, so yeah, I would just thought this year we would just stick with some of the more, um, I guess. What, I mean, I, I don't know the proper words now. Non-mainstream. I don't even know if that's true because one of the events we have is like kind of an electronic night. Okay. But it's just not like EDM. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah. Is yeah. that what it's called? EDM. EDM yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not exactly that because it goes all the way from super guts out noise to really light and almost fluffy. Sure. So it's like again, you can sort of see a pattern here. Yeah. I want the people to that come to the shows to get a, like, 
like almost like you're going to a movie. This scene is sad. This scene is intense. Okay. This is gentle. Okay. This is you're not just coming in like I said about the Albert in yeah, the yeah, 90s. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. All three. You you have an emotional level that stays sort of the same. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. So it's more more about the, the feeling than the actual. Uh, yes. Yeah, it's, it's more like it's, the, it, it, it adds up to something bigger than the sum of sure. its parts. Sure. Curating way. curating the emotions around it rather than just a playlist of. Right. And, and, and this year I've actually been like, you know, I don't know if the right word is performance art, but I call it performance art. I've been uh, with the help of Anthony Vallad, who okay, you yeah, had yeah, on, on the yeah, show. That's kind of yeah. what started this whole idea. To exactly. Talk again. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Um, who has like just these cheesy and cheap kind of lights like this, you know, do a disco in your yeah, house lights yeah. and all that. And with my sort of, I have this as a performance artist, I've been doing it for now almost 20 years, using PVC plastic. Yeah. To make walls and structures okay. that and bands when they come into the space they might play in that structure okay. so you might watch them through a plastic cool, thing cool. and then if you light it a certain way you can get like feelings like it's ice yeah, yeah, or it's yeah. fog or whatever so you're you're contributing to yes. people's enjoyment of their show by the physical and, yeah. and as well people can walk around and they can mix the show visually and okay. auditorily themselves okay. now i don't do that for every show yeah like say for the electronic show I'm going to just have one space where all the all the acts are, okay. Okay. but but again, the creative part of that is just the great uh, difference in mood. Yeah, the range. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and so it was like it's actually it's subtitled, uh, uh, you know, investigations through electronics. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, cool. So, so are you actively seeking out local artists doing this kind of stuff to, for to, sure. to book for these shows? Like definitely. You can approach me on Facebook. Uh, I have a Space Doxa. That's the name of the of the series. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Space Doxa page on Facebook, and or you could even call the Graffiti Gallery okay. and leave a, leave your name, and they'll get me a message. Cool, cool.
interesting is that I'm, I'm in my late 50s now yeah. I'm 58 and like I always am playing with some 20 20 something yes yeah, yeah because my latest batch is a whole bunch a group of different uh, composition studios classical composition okay. students at U of M oh, that's cool, people yeah. like that yeah that have totally embraced freeform and improv yeah. So here are these people that are bringing bassoons yeah. and trumpets and trombones, and we're doing improv. And they have all that classical training too, which is probably brings a very different vibe to the improv stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. And and so, um, uh, yeah. I mean, so uh, in that way, there it seems to be increasing a lot because there are still some people in their 30s and 40s. Sure and even 50s that are still playing experimental stuff or avant-garde stuff, but yet there's always this new batch that comes in. Right. You know, from Every time someone retires doing it, there's a five new ones that come in. Oh, sure. exactly. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So that's really refreshing. You that's know, cool, that's yeah. super refreshing. Yeah. yeah. Do you, uh, have you had difficulty finding them or do they sort of just, at this point, since you've been doing this for this long, you know, to come to you or? Well, you, you for one thing, out? you don't need a large, you don't need 20 people to, to very often, like the, 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 the core of it is about maybe seven people, okay. then they might know a person. Right, so and there's, they a, get them there's, involved. A, yeah. there's a fresh thing, or there's like, or generally it's they'll know an act or a band yeah. instead of, you know, being part of a big group jam or something like that. They'll, okay. That'll okay. be one of the elements of it, you know what I mean? And yeah. stuff like that. So, um, I, and also I think, um, say, maybe like the idea that if you have a space like graffiti gallery which is gymnasium size yeah, you know yeah, what i mean big, yeah. um you can then if you bring a video person in like as opposed to say the handsome daughter or some other venue yeah. with low ceilings now you really can say not only come and play a show but you have all this space have fun like sure. you know graffiti they have the catwalks right so that so, can be part yeah. of it too you can yeah, I mean, that, yeah. that's one of the neat things about graffiti too like other than this electronic show Virtually every time I do a show, the bands are set up. There's four setups for four bands oh, or cool. acts. Cool. You know what I mean? So, and uh, I don't don't really have a proper PA, but we have a couple of very nice speakers there that we just plug your mixer into, okay. and then you've got a PA. Cool. You know cool. what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. So unless there some everyone generally needs a PA, we they coalesce around that cool. area. Cool. But still, yeah. So the space is almost part. It's like kind of an integral part. It is. Of this, you need, it wouldn't work. No. Somewhere else. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if it wouldn't work. It'd be different. Sure. You know what I mean? sure. Like, if someone, if anyone offered me a free space yeah. to bring bands to play to, I would take it. You and I've shot, played in sure. all sorts of weird places. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I played. Remember Impressions? Uh, I don't know if you remember on Sherbrooke. Now it's uh, a deli. Okay. Right by Stella's. Okay. I mean, I've played there and gotten like fifty dollars worth of free food. Nice. Like, uh, uh, you know, you know. Yeah. I've played yeah. all sorts of weird places that. To uns they're doing experimental music to unsuspecting patrons of the restaurant. <laughs> right, right. You know what I mean? And yeah. like, and remarkably, getting like about a fifty percent approval rating. Cool. That's, you know that's, I mean? that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah for experimental think, music. Yeah. And 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 it goes to show you that actually it's not so alienating yeah. to play experimental music. Everyone's always, oh no, it's experimental. Yeah. Think of it as the person yet you met that's kind of a quirky person, and you're kind of like, I'm not sure about this person. You find out later they're a really nice person, yeah. warm and tender. Think about experimental music that way. Okay. It's, it's like a like, quirky guy in your group that's, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like instead of like being worried about him or her, you know, maybe you go, hey, what's this person about? You know yeah. I mean? And that's the same thing about that. And because, you know, think about experimental music, it's very intimate. Sure. To yeah, choose yeah. to do music that is that might alienate you or be less might alienate popular. alienate a huge part of the audience. Right, so, yeah, right. Yeah. But then again, as we said, I think, I think the average crowd, whatever that is, is yeah. actually much more susceptible to this kind of music. They just don't know it yet. Right. Well, so how do you get how do you get them then? How, how do you I mean, the guy who goes to, you know, dance and daughter every week and sees whatever indie rock bands, maybe he is really he would be really interested in this kind of stuff, but how do you get the word out that this is happening in Winnipeg? Because 
I mean, because you're doing the graffiti gallery, like you said, it's a bit off the beaten path for a lot of people. And how do you how do you, how do you compete, I guess, with all the other shows? How do you get this guy to come and see your show and to really experience what this is with all the competition of every show? Well, I can't really compete with them because it's a, sort of a different egg. But yeah, uh, I mean, generally, um, I think once. Okay, like all this is a two-part answer, okay. but. Uh, well, for one thing, programming, again, that group of people that are coming and telling their friend, right. if they could tell another friend, then we've got a nice little, if we get 20, 25 people at the gallery, yeah. of, because one of the cool things about playing at Graffiti Gallery, Space Doxa, and not Say the Handsome Daughter is, if you do a very quiet part in mm -hmm. your set, you're not going to hear tons of chattering. Or beer glass it's not or a bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's People are very quiet. You can hear a pin drop. When you do a quiet part, it's very quiet. And a lot I think, of these people probably are doing quiet parts because it's just... Exactly. Yeah, well, yeah. dynamics. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. dynamics. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, very often, uh, say, your, your average person that goes just and sees those indie bands will come in and be, like, actually surprised. Like, wow, look, look at this. It's really yeah. possible. Yeah. Like, this really... And, and I think you can appeal to other art forms to for, to make them understand them. Uh, very, uh, like, very extreme... Uh, 20th century classical music from the 1950s, right. which is like some of the most listener unfriendly music ever created, yeah, yeah. works perfectly in a horror movie. So it's people true, yeah, will yeah. accept it in a horror movie. It's a context, yeah. It's the context, yeah. 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 So yeah. why not just accept it as just, you know, because very often what happens with my music is, and it's very, like I, I accentuate changing moods by using different instruments. Mm -hmm. Like I'll do clarinet at the start, I might have drones with the clarinet, yeah. then bring in percussion, then maybe some weird keyboard. You know, just, and it very often resembles watching a film. It's sure. episodic. I've, I've had people say that to me. They've said, oh, it was kind of like reminding me of a film yeah. or whatever. You know what I mean? Well, and that's something that came up when I had Anthony on the show, too. I mean, his stuff. Yes. He, I think he could score a film. I think his stuff would work oh, totally. really well for it. Oh, totally. Yeah. But yeah it's, it's, and he's got the mind for it. Yeah. He's yeah. got the open mind for it. Yeah, and the visual. But you know, the funny too. thing is, and we get back to bands. Yeah. You know what? I've seen rock bands who do the same thing in their set. Oh, sure, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Because they'll play some song way out of left field that you never even think they could do, yeah. or they'll take a chance to play really quiet, or they'll just bust yeah. out the acoustics. And it gives you the same, the same yeah. emotional, I, yeah, yeah. I've seen whole sets where I've been like, from start to finish, been taken on a journey. Sure. Not like, oh, here's uh, here's template one, yeah. here's template yeah. two, oh, here's template 1.2, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So it's really all just about, like, Musicians and other artists just being open to explore that stuff right. rather than to save. Holding yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. Holding back. So, yeah. when are these shows actually happening? How often do they take place? Okay, well, I, I've got a list of some of the shows coming up. The next one is April 20th. Okay. And that's, uh, that's the uh, investigations through electronics show. And for that one, we have, uh, should we name some of the artists? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Have? Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, for that one, uh, we've got um, a young woman uh, from who hangs around the graffiti gallery, uh, Memory Pond is her name. Okay. And uh, we've also got uh, Floteur, another young woman that I've had at uh, both Zed Books and Graffiti Gallery okay. before. Cool, cool, cool. Very neat stuff. Uh, I've got a veteran that I haven't had at Graffiti Gallery in a long time. Uh, half, not half. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, Al Conroy. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. wonderful stuff. Like, and just very, so creative and, you know. Uh, also, uh, we've got Freaking Snap at that. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. I've had him uh, on the show, a great guy. Yeah. Yes, and I've got even, uh, I'm pulling out my rare act, which is two 16 millimeter projectors okay. with film loops yeah. and uh, VCR. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to be playing an American in Paris with Gene Kelly. Okay. And I, all, my rules are I can only sample the sounds off those oh, right things. Oh, right on. That's cool, and yeah. make, I don't really make beats. It's more of like a wall of And it's happening noise. live, right? Yeah, yeah okay, live. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you want to have a chance to see some 16 mm projections. Something yeah. different anyway, right? Like something, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then um, uh, we've also got on June 1st, uh, we're going to try something where we mix poetry, music, and cinema, I'm saying. Okay. And that involves Anthony. And cool. we're going to attempt to do some 3D uh, Right, because he does a lot of 3D stuff. With yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, uh, we're going to have uh, some different uh, poets, Ted Landrum, uh, Asia Walker. Cool. I myself am going to do my bus poems cool. in which uh, I write them by... Um, like looking up whenever I see I write two or three lines okay and then when I'm finished I look up again yeah. yeah and then I do that and what we're gonna do live is I'm gonna be sitting in a chair and it's gonna be I'm gonna do a two three-minute shots of the butt of a, looking out the side of a okay. bus yeah, yeah. so I'll be sitting as if you're on oh, the bus it's, happening. it's projecting yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. and yeah, then yeah. when it stops I'll stop the poem that'll okay. be like two sets three minutes each that's cool yeah yeah, that's yeah. Cool so it's again it's another way to experiment with that yeah. stuff 
Uh, and then, of course, uh, coming up is um, probably in July 6th, we're still negotiating, is the uh, probably 15th annual Eclectic Acoustic. Okay. And for that, we've got uh, one of the best jazz uh, trumpeter, uh, trombonist in the town, Jeff Preslov. Oh, right on, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's been on my show too, yeah. yeah. Really, and he's, yeah. I mean, he's just, uh, you know, even though he does all that charted music and everything, yeah. he's, he freeforms with us. Like, we're going to actually that's do, awesome, yeah. yeah, with Gage and uh, Kerrigan Selnikowski. That's who's playing in Suture now. Okay. And okay. we do, they call it an instrument orgy, but I call it an open instrument freeform okay. in a more technical yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because I'm trying to bring science into this music. Right. Anyways, uh, and what is, we just have 10 instruments laying around. We start playing and and we just pick up whatever we want cool. and cool. we just start playing that way and Jeff's going to just solo yeah. over top. He's going to start with a, a 10 minute solo at the beginning. Okay. Utilizing just, just, yeah, just utilizing yeah, yeah. the space yeah. and then we're going to go from there into like that I, uh, OIFF cool. or instrument orgy. I, well then that's a guy who can sort of straddle both sides, right? He can do the yes. very, very uh, formalized jazz stuff and then he can go completely experimental. Oh, he was amazing. He's, he's amazing. He actually studied in the 70s with Mil uh, Milton Babbitt. Right, right. You know, which is pretty intense. You know, that's yeah. uh, one of the great composers of the 20th century. Yeah, that's, that's cool. That's a pretty good like thing to have on your resume. That's super cool. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, i got to wrap this up, but um, for people who want to get involved, like, you know, with it, with it, First of all, they want to play the shows. Or they want to go attend the shows. Where can they find the dates? I know you just mentioned them, but yeah. there's somewhere online you can look them up later. Uh, just basically right now, I'm just going with the Facebook thing. We're just uh, we have uh, like um, uh, on a, a Facebook page called Space Doxa. Yeah, and I'll uh, link to that in the notes of the. Okay, episode. and as well, um, Anthony Vallad has a Space Doxa Instagram page. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Perfect. So that's what we're doing. And then the same thing for people who want to play at these, they should just get in touch with you. Yeah, if you have ideas. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. If you have any ideas at all uh, about doing a show, the only stipulation I have is that I'm part of the show and might open or something. Sure. And just other than that, if you want to get some people, I love programming new acts there. It's yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I'm sure there's a lot of cool stuff that, that you haven't even heard of yet either, right? Oh, all I, the new people ho coming hopefully, up. Hopefully, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Right on. Okay, cool. Well, if you want to hear more episodes of this show, go to witchpolice.com. All 360, whatever, 70 episodes are there for free download and streaming, including the field episode from, must have been two years ago now. Two years, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you can also tune in on uh, Sundays at midnight on UMFM, and those are older episodes that kind of get an added boost a few months later. So, you know, by the time this airs, one of those shows might be coming up, so people can hopefully totally. just, yeah, yeah. let's do it and then go check it out. So. Perfect, yeah, excellent. Awesome. Right right on. On. Well, thank you. thanks for uh, hanging on the mall. I love it. Yeah, we're, you know, I'm going to go get a taco now. Yeah, right yeah. on. Cool, thanks.
What's your telephone number?